Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Jeff Shecky Schechter. Shecky, are you ready to do this? I am so ready, George. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Let's do this. Shecky is the co-founder and CEO of High Return Real Estate. He's been an entrepreneur his whole life. His love of real estate investing began in the 1980s before the term house hacking even existed. I'm excited to have you on. Shecky, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, all right. Well, personal life. I uh, was born uh, into a rabbinic family. My father was a rabbi. That was a very unusual way to grow up and uh, a lot of expectations on me. And of course, the short version is I kind of rebelled a little bit <laughs> and um, ended up uh, not following the path of, you know, get a good education, get a good job. And I've pretty much been an entrepreneur my whole life and uh, not always successfully, but always in a very scrappy way. It taught me to be very scrappy. Um, and over the years, I have gone from a fat slob partier to a guy who lives a pretty, <laughs> a pretty damn clean life. And um, not saying I don't slip now and then, but uh, sure. one of my highest values is optimal health. And uh, so I'm I'm kind of one of those guys that you hate to bring to the restaurant. And um, but yeah, I never been married, no kids, um, had some amazing women in my life and uh, just been very blessed to uh, have been on this really amazing path and involved with a lot of really amazing entrepreneurs over the years. Nice. Well, I appreciate that very much. And I think it's it's an interesting thing you mentioned that one of your highest values is optimal health. If you don't mind me asking, how how long did it take you to really figure out what your highest values were? Well, you know, for me, it started um, when I was about forty ish. Um, my younger sister passed away from cancer, and she was thirty seven when she died and left behind four kids, hmm. and. Uh, I looked at that. There, there were some signs that would have indicated that it would have been possible that there may have been some environmental issues that led to her illness. And this was, of course, a long time ago. And I it just there was something that stuck in me that said, we you know, have a pretty toxic planet and it's hard for really us to sustain ourselves if we're not, you know, trying to minimize the amount of toxins that are coming into our body, not just nutritionally, but air, water, et cetera, et cetera. And it just kind of started me on a path. I mean, I was sort of interested in just kind of working out and staying in shape, but I never did a very good job of that. And that was kind of the, I guess you'd call the tripwire that started me on this path of really studying like, you know, natural health and, you know, nutrition and, you know, just different ways of being healthy and a, a fairly radical departure at that time from Western medicine. Now, a lot of that stuff is much more mainstream. Uh, but I guess I would consider of myself an early adopter, let's just say, at least from a Western culture standpoint. Got it. Well, I appreciate that very much. And I know that, uh, from the research I did on you, your 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 mindset is of great value to you, and maintaining that spirit of youth is also very very important. And I know that being an entrepreneur, it takes a lot of energy. So it's sort of in line with what you just been telling me. 
Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm doing a pretty hardcore program right now that um, is making me really, it's actually, I feel better and it's just allowing me to be more disciplined, but also the amount of energy that I have is fantastic, especially for an old fart like me. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly that's a uh, energy level is, is an imperative thing in any entrepreneurial endeavor. And if you want to have a good life, obviously you need to have for sure. en en energetic. So, all right. So on to the real estate piece, sir. Uh, you yeah. know, pe people ask me, from time to time about the stock market is now a good time to buy and the stock market is now a good time to buy in, or invest in real estate. So I'll ask you the same question I don't necessarily like. When is when is kind of the best time to invest in real estate? Well, I think any time is good. It just depends on what part of the cycle you're going to be in. And you know, my business partner, Jack, and I always joke around, the answer to just about every question in real estate is two words. It depends. Mm -hmm. And uh, both of us have a history of being involved in the stock market and really just getting our asses handed to us. And um, I personally feel and, you know, there's a lot of people that would disagree with me and there's probably a lot of, you know, financial planners and stockbrokers that would disagree. But I feel like the stock market system is somewhat rigged. And, uh, you know, you're going up against some pretty big, you know, institutional movers and shakers that are buying way more shares of stuff than you are. And frankly, you know, just myself from a philosophical standpoint, I don't really want to give my money to some CEO that I don't know and have him be or her be loyal uh, really just to the shareholders. Uh, that to me is not really a, a fantastic quote unquote partnership for my money or a good use of my money. Uh, and so I've always been in one form or another, I've been involved in various forms of real estate. And I think, you know, people could be said that there is a correction going on right now. And there's always going to be swings and dips. Uh, but it's um, depending on what piece you're in, like we're in the on the rental side and holding, buying and holding rental properties. So because we're in lower price properties, we don't necessarily care that much about the big swings in values. You know, we're staying in stuff that doesn't have big swings in values, and we're looking at numbers really more from a standpoint of price to rent ratios and what that can create as far as the kinds of returns. Um, the other piece that we really love, especially in compared to the stock market, is that when you own a property, there is this magic word, word called depreciation. So, you know, in addition to whatever profits you're making from a standpoint of holding on to that property as a as a, you know, a, an asset as a rental, there's some really great um, tax benefits to being able to take the depreciation. And there's leverage and there's all kinds of other stuff that comes into play. But to me, it's just a far better use of money than handing my, handing my money over to some random CEO. Got it. I appreciate that. So your process, your, 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 your approach, it's not, it's not flipping houses. It is, it is buy and hold and then the rental income. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, we, uh, three or four years ago, started buying properties in Indianapolis. So, you know, it's just a, a great city and, um, you know, really, really inexpensive pricing and fantastic price to rent ratios. And we were actually buying from another company 
that was quote unquote called turnkey. And if some of you are familiar with that word, it's probably the most bastardized word in all of real estate. <laughs> um, but it's um, in, in our worldview uh, or real estate view, it's really turnkey as an end to end solution. So where you're working with a provider that basically goes out and sources the property for you and then rehabs the property for you and then places a tenant in there for you and then professionally manages it for you. So that's what I mean by end-to-end or turnkey. And we were using another company here in Indianapolis, and uh, it, the results turned out to be actually disastrous. And uh, so and we initially thought we were getting good returns, but they just weren't doing a very good job of doing the rehabs and managing the properties correctly and whatever. And, and you know, there was quite a bit of money lost from some of their um, ineptitude or unwillingness to do things correctly. So at that time, we were already making some recommendations to some of our friends and families and knew we had actually a business on our hands. So we uh, unfortunately took on the uh, <laughs> The wonderful task of not just building a turnkey company, which is, you know, with a sales and marketing piece, but we ended up building a property management company and a construction company just for fun. Just for fun. Figured why yeah, not? Just for fun. So instead of running one company, we're running three. Um, and uh, it's been, yeah, talk about needing energy. Holy crap. Um, it's been it's been a wild ride. But the good news is, is to a certain extent, you know, just like our clients, we are also investors and we wanted to create a system whereby we know we knew we could win every single time we could go in, we could source a property correctly. We there was enough meat on the bone where we could uh, rehab it correctly and that we could attract a decent tenant. And we could manage it the way we wanted to to keep good tenants and keep them paying. Um, and then obviously after all expenses still reap some really, really nice, generous returns on our cash for that investment. And once we had the template built, that was the model and, you know, it worked and we could prove that it worked over and over and over again. Then we started really turning up our marketing and essentially all we do is share that same system with our clients. And so they're able to participate in the same exact model that myself and my business partner used to build a pretty decent portfolio. Nice. All right. So you're, you're thinking there's so many things that are out of our control and that's that people are making mistakes. So why don't we just, why don't we just take it all in house and, and, and control all the controllables? So I appreciate that. And it took you several years and probably a lot of headaches. <laughs> that, that would be an understatement. Yeah, yes. It would be an understatement. <laughs> yes. I, I, I really like to simplify things. Um, all right, so so you you you've 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 got this process which is up and running. You're you're able to, well, obviously things happen, but control those controllables, and um, you 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 know some of the things to look out for. So somebody who's listening, um, how how can they benefit from that? How can they work with you? Well, essentially, we're just uh, we just look for people that are a good fit. So, uh, you know, many of our clients are already seasoned investors and they realize the, the huge benefit that we bring to the table. But occasionally we get some newbies that have not um, 
done anything in the world of real estate investing before. And for them, it's pretty comforting, too, because it's it's very much a done for you. Like all of the, well, how do I go find a property? Well, how the heck do I rehab a property? And how do I get a good tenant in there? And how do I manage it smoothly? Like those are you know, pretty common questions for a newer real estate investor. And um, we just really remove all that headache for them. And where we make our money really is just on the sale of the property to the investor. But because we are in uh, lesser priced properties and because we now have some pretty good volume that we're doing, so we've created some pretty amazing economies of scale and, you know, warehousing a lot of the stuff that we go through, you know, toilets and small vanities and carpeting and paint and things like that. Um, And because we have our own in-house team and, uh, you know, except in rare cases, we're not paying expensive contractor markup. Uh, we're able to basically put a property into the hands of an investor for approximately what it used to cost us to do it for ourselves three years ago. So it's, um, we just, we don't charge a lot of markup on the properties and we just make it up in volume. And uh, as a result, we have a lot of repeat business and it's just a win-win for everybody all the way around. So, uh, you know, for the investor that is looking at, hey, I really want to own a rental property and I want this thing to cash flow and I want to be able to take the advantage of the depreciation, then, you know, we're a really, really good solution for for that type of client. We're certainly not for everybody, uh, but we're a really good fit for some. Got it. Well, I appreciate that very much. And what what are some objections that 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 you get from people when when you explain the model? Um, well, there, you know, in our world, there's a lot of different uh, real estate forums, and there's a lot of people saying, you know, you should do this and you shouldn't do that. And you know, the most they're not necessarily really objections, but uh, a smarter investor is obviously, you know, they're gonna be buying from out of state, obviously. So for example, like the great majority of our clients are on the coast. So somebody, let's say we're talking to from California and we're here in the Midwest, and they wanna have a certain level of comfort that they know that if everything is happening, you know, nine states away from them, that they're A, getting a good deal, and B, for sure, getting a good rehab. So we just basically, you know, lift up the dress. I mean, we just show them like, look, here's all of our processes. Here's what we've done to the property. Here's the scope of repairs. Um, And oh, by the way, we called in a third party inspector to check our work. So you can see everything that was wrong with the property, not marked by us. In fact, we want that that, um, inspector to come in too because we do give um, a warranty on our work. So, you know, and it's not something that we just purchased from someone else. It's our own backed, you know, we take care of our investors. So, you know, we want that information just as much as the investor does and we share them with everything. And if there's any little leftover things that need to be cured after inspection that are meaningful to making for a good rental, then we obviously will go in and do that and we'll have our guys go and sign off on it and take pictures that we took care of it. So between that and, you know, the professional management and giving them a warranty and all that other kind of stuff, we have removed most of the objections. I mean, clearly no business is ever going to remove all objections. Uh, I would say, honestly, probably the biggest objection that we get is, 
will you take traditional financing? And the answer is no. And the only reason that we won't is because the price points at which we're at are not conducive to traditional financing. So as an example, we'll sell single family homes between forty five and sixty thousand dollars. And I know if you're you know if you're listening from California, you probably just fell out of your chair. Right. Uh, but <laughs> but that's true. And we'll sell duplexes. We don't do that many duplexes, but if we get a real nice one, uh, we'll sell those probably between you know fifty five and seventy five. So given that most traditional lenders have seventy five thousand dollar minimums for the amount that they'll loan, our price points are too low for that. And so we we do probably the great majority of our investors pay cash. Some of them will buy out of a self-directed 401k, which is a great strategy. Some of them will leverage some other business lines of credit and then come back and do um, a cash out refi. So there's lots of different ways to do it, but just from the standpoint of when the initial sale is made, we're typically receiving cash to do that. And one of the reasons that we went that direction is because our hold times are much less. So, you know, we're able to turn a property pretty quickly and we're able to get it in front of our investors pretty quickly and able to close very quickly. So the beauty of that is we don't have big hold times. And it's another one of those little smaller parts of the formula that allows us to keep our prices down, which allows investors to ROI a whole lot better. Love it. Well, Shecky, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Well, I, this has always just served me really well, and, and I think in our industry, there's a lot of analysis to paralysis, and I am think back to one of my favorite quotes, which is by Wayne Gretzky, and it goes like this, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So I would say even if you're, you know, a little scared or whatever, it's not going to help you to not take the first step. The the it's always better to just start, even if you make mistakes. I can tell you that our business has been built on making thousands of mistakes. (laughs) I mean, it's that's really been the foundation. We have screwed up so many freaking times that we eventually just got tired of ourselves. And we just said, we just got to fix this. And we really worked hard to fix those mistakes. And that became the nucleus of a very, very successful company. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Shecky, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Yeah, thanks for having me, R. It's easy to find us. Just go right onto the interwebs and look up highreturnrealestate.com. Just like it's spelled, you can find everything you want about us right there. And there's forms you can reach out to us on our site. And yeah, you'll see all the fun stuff we're up to. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Shecky your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to highreturnrealestate.com. Check everything out, and I'll link that in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Shecky. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. I really appreciate it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding 
how all the technology works behind it, and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.